Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. All right, welcome back. I'm Dan Haggerty, and this is In-Depth. This is a segment that is truly driven by you at home. So please email me at dan at wral.com. I read all of your emails, and then I go in-depth on your questions, like this one from a viewer named John tonight. He said, Dan, I enjoy watching your segment and wondered if you would like to help 400-plus city employees, excuse me, who are being medically discriminated against. Now, John works for the city of Durham, which according to its website, still penalizes employees who aren't vaccinated against COVID. John said the city currently implements a $70 penalty per month. And on July 1st, 2023, the penalty will go to $100 per month. Also on the Durham website, it says that 85% of the employees there are vaccinated. So it seems the remaining 15% still pays up, but why exactly? Let's go in depth. Now, first, I should say I reached out to Durham with a long list of questions, and today they got back to me with some answers. They did tell me that this policy is not what they would call a vaccine mandate, which is a little confusing because they are literally mandating a fee for people who don't have the vaccine, but I'll I'll play ball. So let's call it a policy, one that started taking shape in August of 2021 when the city offered a 26, all 2,600 employees, a $250 bonus to get the shot. Then by December, four months later, that financial incentive did a little flipperoo and turned into a penalty saying, if you're not vaccinated by the end of the year, then you're going to be hit with this $70 surcharge on your monthly insurance premiums for 2022. Now, keep in mind, the city is self-insured, so they set those premiums. This was a little controversial at the time, but you have to remember policies and mandates like this surrounding the vaccine were quite common. I mean, the country was in pretty bad shape. And yes, there was some pushback, but the screams of government government overreach kind of drowned out by the terrifying headlines that were reminding us all the time that hospitals had been filled up and mobile morgues were being parked outside and COVID victims were dying alone, spending their last few minutes saying goodbye on an iPad. So yeah, most people were team mandate, especially our top medical professionals. Our emergency rooms were overflowing. We were running out of ventilators. Our ICU staff was on its last leg. I mean, we're in a very different situation here now. Let's talk about the situation we're in now. What what does it look like? This is a graph here, and it shows hospitalizations in North Carolina and how they have declined dramatically to where we are now. So if the plan was to stop the mayhem with these mandates so our hospitals and ICUs can get back on track, then you could say mission accomplished, which is why some cities are dropping their mandates now and restrictions and vaccine policies. Just last week, San Diego City Council voted unanimously to end its mandate, citing a drop in cases and hospitalizations. And it's not just cities. The Pentagon did the same, dropping vaccination mandates for troops. Last month, the University of Illinois ended its vaccine requirement for students and employees. Right now, it's very hard. Everyone's different. You know, did I have Omicron? Did I get infected with Delta? Have I had four shots? Have I had three shots? It's so individual now. But overall, our communities, our population, 
is much better protected. So I think we're in a different situation where it doesn't make as much sense to say to somebody, you must get like the bivalent vaccine. Now, hold on, let's just slow down for just a minute. I do wanna make something very clear before someone with some QAnon screen name starts sending me clips from a podcast with vaccine conspiracies. We're not talking about the efficacy of the vaccine or big pharma or rare side effects or any of that stuff. The vaccine works, we know this. Countless studies and honestly some common sense have proved this over time. It's very good at keeping people out of the hospital. That said, so is being infected and recovering. That helps too. And the odds at this point that you don't have some form of protection from being vaccinated, infected, or both is getting lower by the day. I wouldn't be surprised that we're gonna get data that show that the majority of people in the United States have had encounters with COVID-19. It just makes sense. So let's, let's talk about what makes sense right now in a world where everyone's personal immunity varies when it comes to COVID and all the different variants. For people, for instance, still riding out that one dose of J&J from the onset way back in the day, to people who never got vaccinated but got sick and recovered, to people who have been vaccinated and still got sick, to people who have been vaccinated and boosted or had multiple boosters or got vaccinated, boosted and still got sick or so on and so forth. We all have a different varying place in this whole puzzle. In a time where it appears COVID can't be vaccinated into oblivion either, where it will always be with us, according to the experts right now, with the FDA planning for annual shots at this point. Does it make sense to penalize people for deciding against that protection, whether you agree with that choice or not? John ended his email saying, the city cannot treat one group of individuals different than another. What do you think? Again, this isn't about the vaccine. Get vaccinated, get boosted, especially if you're over 65 or have other risk factors, do it. But when it comes to mandates, what do you think at this point? Dan at WRL.com. Give me your thoughts and we'll go in depth. Breaking news, The Designery can give you the kitchen of your dreams. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 